Welcome back to Memory Jogger on the Rediscover the 80s podcast. We've got Jason here, of course, on Memory Jogger. I'm joined by Wyatt. Greetings and salutations to all our listeners. We've been having a good time and hope you've been enjoying your time too. How are you, Jason? Doing fine. Had a quick little trip to Florida last weekend, so didn't get a chance to record. Was somewhat relaxful, I'll say. <laughs> Did you get uh, caught up in the hurricanes and the tornadoes? No, no, no. We were we had to postpone our trip actually until last weekend and uh, had great weather. There were some shenanigans down in Panama City Beach uh, around spring break there, and we were thinking about going and decided not to, and I'm glad we didn't. There was some uh, a Walmart got vandalized and all kinds of craziness <laughs> down there. So anyway, but we uh, we had a good time. Hit a lot of thrift stores. One of our favorite activities, me and the wife, is uh, visiting those thrift stores and had a pile of goodies that I came home with. A lot of 45 records and uh, board games and all kinds of stuff. So it was a good trip. How you been? Good. Equally busy. Uh, just got four of the five birthdays out of the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's uh, y- y'all planned it right then, I guess. Uh, <laughs> knock all those, don't have to have like five different birthday parties or, well, or four, we were, I guess, with the twins. But well, before we used to do that because you know it's their day, so we try to think of it as their day, but it's getting more and more expensive. So we kind of <laughs> we kind of played the card of you know what, this year we're gonna consolidate everything, and if they don't like it, we'll find out, if they do like it, we'll find out anyway. So, right, yeah. Let's do it all. We did one of those, you know, play places that's, you know, has the indoor playground and jump uh-huh. slides and whatever else they got. And they all had a blast. So good. good. It was a it was a success in more books and it was a fraction or at least a third of the cost of what it would have been anyway. So. <laughs> right, yeah, to do Money them all separately. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad uh you've been having a good time there and uh yeah, we've both been busy working away, but I'm glad we've got this uh, little break to jump on the air and do another mystery episode. We had a good time. The last one with uh, Pee Wee Herman reminiscing about that. That was a lot of fun and uh, had a couple comments come our way through social media. One picture actually was great. Our buddy Chad Droz sent us his Pee Wee Herman doll uh, and cool. he said... He said that it talked really fast, and then after uh, I asked him, hey, do you mind if I post this on, I think I posted on Twitter and on uh, Instagram, uh, Larry Franks, who is the big Dukes of Hazard collector, chimed in and said, yes, my Wee doll also talked really fast. So they must have uh, you know, got them all hopped up on sugar before they packaged <laughs> them in there and pulled that string. <laughs> must have. But that was great to see that uh, people still remember Pee-wee and uh, those days when Pee-wee's Playhouse was uh, the show to watch, or at least one of the top shows to watch on Saturday morning. Right. But we've got a uh, a new topic coming up. Uh, you obviously know it. We don't yet. We haven't uh, spun the wheel yet. Or uh, you might have noticed in the last show, I added a little sound effect here so yeah the sound effect is actually the tic-tac-dough board when it would randomize the categories so (laughs) i thought well what the heck we'll uh we'll do it that way add a little sound effect in there to give the listeners a little something you know but uh 
we do covet your feedback on social media and of course our voicemail feature you can uh, give us a ring on your cell phone there just leave us a quick message about the topic of the week or a past one if you've uh just catching up now that's fine as well and our topic suggestions we'd love to get your topics into the mix so it has a chance to be pulled in our randomizer here so are you ready to uh randomize i am no stumper no stumper let's do it and the topic is educational toys did I pick that one? I don't remember that one. <laughs> I might have put that one in there. I'm thinking uh, the the thought behind that was, what are some of the toys that we had back in the day that were more, I would say, educational versus, you know, based on a cartoon show or whatever toy line of the time? Something like, you know. Uh, the speaking spell. Speaking spell. Yeah, there's a good one. So did you, you remember having any toys? You remember having the speaking spell? I don't think I had the speaking spell. The one thing I do remember, I came across a cache of uh, old photos. And one of them, the old, uh, is it called Seek and Say? You know, you, 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 well, mine was you pulled a string and had that, you know, the oh, big yes, two yes. inch arrow. Speak and, and uh, Say, I think it was. Yeah. I don't know. I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. The wheel. Yeah. Right. So it was yellow. In fact, when target was on their kick i don't they're probably still on a kick but they were on a kick for a while of redoing everything retro mm -hmm. they had actually come back with its same color the same images classic images of you know Fun. chickens or whatever it was and the arrow if i remember it was red so you and you pulled a string it wasn't some of the newer ones where you kind of slide a lever or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a pull string and it that was at least appeared to be the the power to it, the wind up. Right. Yeah. So you'd hear the crackly recording. <laughs> Cow says, <laughs> you know, that's what you, I still remember that. Um, that was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Anytime I can do sound effects. <laughs> I'm easily amused. Uh, but so that's am not, I. Not, not against your uh, see and say or speak and say or whatever it was, uh, imitation there. That was great. Yeah. It never like uh, was clear. You know, it was, no. and every once in a while you'd get it kind of on the, in between one or the other, and you'd think it was, you know, the cow, but it's actually the chicken or something. And the chicken says, and you're like, what? <laughs> it wasn't on there. I remember we got, I think it was with Jackson, my oldest, when he was small. So back maybe in the mid to late two thousands, we got one and it had a mechanism where it flipped up and down so it had like a whole new set of animals or whatever it was noises and it had the little lever like slot machine lever on the side not the right, pull string right. yeah so i do remember that i don't think i had you? one of those back in the day um i didn't have a speaking spell i had my cousin cousins had one i think Somebody else might have had one that I played with, but uh, one of the ones that I did have that I really enjoyed was Simon. Oh, yeah. You have a Simon. That, well, there was two versions. There was the big one that you kind of set in the middle of the table, and I don't think it was ever multiple players, unless you like just took turns. But uh, on the commercials and stuff, it would show people like four people sitting around a table playing the the tabletop Simon. But mm -hmm. I had the pocket Simon. 
So that was good for yep. road trips and all kinds of stuff until my parents got sick of hearing the sounds. I don't think it had a mute. Those toys back then didn't have a mute, you know, or right. no sound. It was either sound or it was off and the batteries are out. But, oh, man, I played a lot with that. And just recently in the last two months, I was in my one of my local comic book stores. And they had a it must they must have found like a a whole shipment of them or something in a storage locker because they must have had about 30 pocket Simons in the original box with instructions. And I picked one up. I think it was like 10 bucks. I was like, this is I would pay that just for the nostalgia of, you know, having one. But having the original box and instructions was great. So that was one that I played you know, back in the day. And I'm, I was fairly good at, you know, the memorization. <laughs> Did you have a Simon? No, I, I remember the Simon. Um, someone had probably you, but someone had a Simon. And I got either. I just couldn't keep up or I got easily frustrated with it, but I got, mm-hmm. I got um, tired of it real quick. So Another I, one I was thinking of when I came up with the topic, I'll throw it to you. You remember the little professor calculator? I had one of those growing okay, up. Okay. Okay. I was just I was just thinking of that actually when you Oh, okay. I had one of those. It it did not last very long. Um what I mean is I remember it for some years, but then it seemed to disappear. And I don't know I really don't know where it would have gone, you know. Um I imagine it was probably taken to like a, a friend or someone like that, given to a friend rather. Mm-hmm. But I can't place it i mean to me it was shortly i kept most of my toys so it's hard for me to think oh well it's somewhere in our stash Uh i want to say that it was given away or maybe we broke it and it got thrown (laughs) away i don't know but yeah i i remember having one of those for a fair Mm -hmm. amount of time a few years Uh, what what about about you did you have one no uh i was that's i was trying to remember who had one because it was fun to play with even though it was just a glorified calculator, but just the shape of it, you had those big red LED, you know, the readout at the yep. top. Yep. And uh, I can't remember if it did any games or anything. I think it was just a calculator, wasn't it? That's all it was, was a calculator with a face <laughs> okay. on it. Yeah. So it just made it look like, you know, they were supposed to be something. But right, it, right. They're, they're, it wasn't. They're hiding the fact that it's an educational toy or an educational right thing not not a toy but disguised as a toy uh let's see what else i don't know i would kind of call uh light bright an educational toy Um, i would agree i had the same i had one yeah yeah i got one for christmas one year i believe back when it was the huge like almost tv sized (laughs) thing with the big light bulb in the back that got super hot and you had those black paper stencils, whatever you want to call them, to load in there and then put your pegs in to make an image. And I remember them having uh, like themed refills that you could get. So like G.I. Joe and Transformers and all of the girl stuff at the time, Care Bears and Rainbow Bright. You, you could get those little inserts and make scenes uh, based on your you know favorite cartoon. But I got a pretty good amount of mileage out of that, I would say. And 
uh, at least a few years where I remember playing with that and just doing random stuff too, you know, trying to create your own little designs. And just, I want to say probably last year, I found one at a thrift store, not an old one, like back from the 80s or maybe even 70s when it came out. Uh, but it was a newer one. It's a smaller size, but it came with all the little pegs and even some of the little inserts there and gave it to my daughter and let her go to town with it. So that was fun to, you know, kind of have that nostalgia and just pass that along a little bit. What about you? You had the light bright? I did. I I know I used it quite a bit. Of course, we ran out of the papers. We never really reused any papers. We kind of made the just let it be as bright as whatever it was mm-hmm. and we would try to make i would try to make obviously something out of it like a car or truck or you know generally or something out of that uh houses but yeah i geez i it was a frequent toy my matchbox mm-hmm. i'll be honest my matchbox hot wheels collection was probably one of my top favorite along with my legos but i would get that light bright out fairly frequently and mm-hmm. i think there's one time i tried to make a billboard but I didn't have enough pegs to make it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what I was trying to write. I just remember trying to make it and it didn't work out. Uh-huh. I, just, I I changed how I played with it. <laughs> uh, another one came to mind. What about uh, the Etch-A-Sketch? I think every, pretty much everybody had an Etch-A-Sketch at some point. Probably. I had one of those too. Um, there was diagrams. If I remember, right. you could try to, you know, stencil right, a yeah. copy and I was okay. Not perfect, but, you know, I was okay with it. Um, <laughs> you know, it, and it's like anything else. You take it's practice to before you can, yeah. You know, make whatever you want. I've pseudo made helicopters out of it. Uh, couldn't make an airwolf out of it, but I tried to make, <laughs> you know, helicopters at least something. Uh huh. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I had one, just the traditional red one. You know, the the larger size, and I sucked at it. I <laughs> I it was not a toy that lasted very long in one sitting because you know you make the stairs you maybe try to make a house or something and all this stuff when you're trying to do circles and all that i was like nah i'm out (laughs) i'll go uh try something else you know it just never really pulled me in to do much and i know they made like you said they had the little screens that you put on there to do little games and stuff and the uh they came out with the animator one and, and things like that. So I know they did more with that, but uh, that was about, you know, it just was not a, a toy that I appreciated very much. <laughs> Another one that I remember having was the spirograph. You remember that with the uh, little spools that you could do different designs with your pen. Yes. But I remember that only being like a, I think my grandmother only had pieces of it. Uh-huh. So I only ever had, you know, when I, the only time I saw it was when we went to go to my grandmother's and when we were extremely bored, she'd break those things out <laughs> and we get maybe five minutes worth of play out of it before we're again, extremely bored. Yeah. But yeah, I remember, I remember doing that. Yeah. The Spirograph, I had the, one of the larger ones. I don't know if it was the like original set or something, but it was an early one. Uh, you know, probably like a reprint in the 80s because I know that dated back a while. 
but yeah, I mean, I, th- I always thought it was fun. You could do the fun designs. And then if you had one of those pens that did the multiple colors that you, you know, click down and then you oh, hit yeah. the top. And I think we all had one of those. I remember having that. Uh, and so you could do different uh, colors with the designs. And it was always fun. Just, you know, you had different positions in each little wheel to put your pen and see what design it would make. But you had to have a good, you know, if it got cracked or started to wear a little bit and then the gears kind of slip and then you're like, Oh no, you know, I I screwed up my design when those gears start slipping around. If you don't keep that, keep it held down and your pen kind of steady as you're going around in circles. But I don't know. I've always thought it was fun. Uh, Lasted longer than the Etch-A-Sketch for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Let's use the Google machine now, unless you've got well, something else in your head. I do. I want to say I'm trying to but digging in my, some of my pictures because I came across it. I had this old, I would call it educational. It was a play school. Uh, I think they called it Busy Poppin' Pals. It had the, mm-hmm. all the funky shapes like a key or a switch or a lever, and something would pop up. And it, oh, if okay. I remember right, it was the Sesame Street. You know, it had oh, yeah. uh, okay. Ber- Ernie, Big Bird, Cookie Monster, and I think Oscar was at one of the ends. So I had one of those. And I want to say it was that it was the the Sesame Street gang. So and I I sort of view it as educational. I mean it's a mm-hmm. kid thing. But if I remember right, it had the it had a slider switch and I think a toggle switch, but I think it had like a rotary dial thing mm-hmm. instead of an actual like the modern day ones i'll call it that have just really switches and keys and whatever else they had something that we would recognize a rotary dial yeah, uh, for a phone for yeah, education. Yeah. but that yeah i remember that I, like i said i was trying to thought i had a picture of it and i'm trying to go through my memories to, or my zillions of photos in here yeah how about you yeah. did you have one of those no did not have one of those um I was trying not to go too far back with this, you know, into like the infant or, you know, toddler <laughs> years. But uh, I have a good memory um, uh-huh. when it comes to all this stuff. So I remember case in point, and here we are veering off a little bit, but that's fine. I remember distinctly, you know, those sit and spin toys. Yeah. We had this blue hard plastic. It was harder than the stuff they make now. Mm-hmm. spit and spin and i can still recall it to this day and sure enough when i'm going <laughs> through my photo albums that i've i've now i've got from my mom it's there i'm like yep that's exactly what i remember it's that thing it's not you yeah. know my me trying to scramble and kind of mentally insert something that's you know i remember right. that just like the they call popping pals i didn't know what it was really legitimately called but i remember it and i remember the sesame street gang that was mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. And I remember some earlier stuff like that. I had the uh, the Fisher Price cash register. If you remember that with those big thick yes. put in, I think about everybody had that. I think I had one of those too. And you had a different size slot for each coin, you know, and it would, I think you hit a lever and then you could open up the drawer to get them back out and pop them back in again. One of the big ones too, of course, around our time, early 80s, is the Rubik's cube. And I guess I would call that an educational toy, more of a puzzle, you know, just a puzzle game, but 
Depends um, on who you ask, but yeah, I could see where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, I totally sucked at Rubik's Cube. I still do. Uh, don't have the patience for it. Nor we have I. we have one that's a uh, what is it called? I found them for like two bucks a piece at Walmart several years ago, but it's basically so you've got nine. It's a three by three grid on six sides. So this one is three by three, but you only have one uh, <laughs> one cube. So you're only solving like two sides and then the yeah. real skinny sides. And you can even cheat because it spins around too. So that's about all I can handle for the Rubik's. But my cousins had the link one. You remember that where you have the, the links on the side and they would... I want to say they slid like up and down and then you could spin it like you would a, a Rubik's cube, but I don't know if it was called like Rubik's links or something like that. I don't, I don't remember that. They one. had s- several different like Rubik's products by like the mid eighties. And that one was kind of fun. It was easier obviously, because you have less colors, less sides and all that. But uh, the links one, I remember. What's your uh, Rubik's Cube experience been? Well, Rubik's Cube, I, like you, I got easily frustrated because, you know, some people as adults have finally figured out the math. You know, you know, you turn it one way and this way and this way and, you know, 20 times you got to write, write it back up now. Mm-hmm. But I never learned that secret. So what I would do after getting frustrated is I would, ours, at least in that generation, we could peel the labels right off. So I would peel <laughs> yeah, all the stickers yeah. off and reorganize I, it. I did the same thing. I think we all did, or we tried to break it apart. You know, there was that little connection that it had in the middle that you could just kind of pull some sections. See, I apart. never knew that until again, I was just a couple of years ago that you could actually yeah. pull the thing apart. Once it got, well, it, it had to be well used too, because it was so stiff. And if you didn't, you know, play with it much, you, I don't think you'd ever be able to get it apart, but right. I can't remember who first showed it to me when I was younger. Theirs was a lot more flexible and it, they just pulled chunks off, put it back on. And I'm like, Oh, this is how you cheat. Okay. <laughs> a lot easier than trying to get those stickers to stay back on, you know, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's another one that uh, just popped out to me uh, using the Google machine here. There was this little board. It was called the Press and C Math Keyboard. I remember a lot of people having this. This was a little, uh, it had these white buttons uh, on a grid that looks like about 10 across, 10 down. And it had your times tables on the uh, top of the key. And when you pressed it down, then you saw the answer. So it was like helping you with your times tables or multiplicate or uh, addition, subtraction, whatever. Press and see math keyboard. Go Google I, that. Yeah, I that? don't think I had that. I wish I would have known that, but no, I didn't. I've, <laughs> I don't remember that one. Um, that, that just kind of jumped out to me as a more of an educational toy right. back in the 80s. I, I would say it's educational and just because of what it was, but I remember my, um, my dad getting me a set of those um, erector sets, you know, it's metal. Back oh yeah. Day, it was yeah. legit metal. So you're putting brackets and, and little levers and whatever else all together to make whatever, whatever comes in your mind. And I like that. And I think that's where I got a little bit of a, my me- mechanical niche. You know, everything's a simple bolt on, 
it may be frustrating when you're trying to get the alternator off the car, but you know, it's a simple bolt on bolt off. So I've enjoyed for the most part working on cars. And that's, I think it stems from, you know, these erector sets where you can just put things together, take it apart. Now it's all plastic and it's now tinker toy or whatever else where it's, you know, it slips into something like almost like a Lego block. And I, I, I want to find an older ticker set and, and give it to the boys just to see if that would spark anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now they're not, none of them. Well, I, I, Ryan is a little bit more interested in, in the mechanics. At least it seems to be mm-hmm. Adam is big on helping, but when it comes to like thinking on his own or being, you know, thinking about something constructive thinking. Yeah. No, that's not there. <laughs> yeah. I never had any, any kind of building sets, even Legos. I didn't have much Legos, the uh, connects and the erector sets. None of that, man. Now, Legos. Just... That was my bag. I, I Not that I had a lot, but mm-hmm. I had at least in the eighties, what I would think is a fair amount. Um, for years, I didn't even know it. Um, my grandparents had a, which was high tech then, you know, those, those, um, what do they call them? The Technics. Mm-hmm. pack and it was a the box if i remember right had a it was a tractor it's one of those multiple ones so you could build a tractor or a steamroller or was it a race car or something it was one of those three in ones mm-hmm. and you know i of course the box is long gone but i still have the majority of that set those wheels which were really massive big because they were supposed to resemble big tractor tires on the back so i have those guys <laughs> so i have a fair amount of course mm-hmm. we've collected more throughout the years with the boys and the downside like i said their, their, their imagination isn't there so they have these two huge bins of legos and they just sit i'm like dude mm. <laughs> you don't know how much i wish even right now if i had 20 minutes i'd be out there building something <laughs> adam and i were having fun here a little bit ago, I say a little bit, uh-huh. it's been four years, I guess. But, but he was big into putting the battery sets together, the electric motors. Oh, and I was okay. building him. He would keep asking me to build him a Batmobile, and I would change it up. So I'd still have black blocks as most of it, and I'd rig up some kind of lights to it that um, that came with this newer motor kit. And he loved it. He loved me building it, but hmm. he had no, I'm like, here, just do this, do that, do that. I don't know how to do it. So I'm the only one building it, which, you know, I don't mind, but I'm trying to encourage him to build and he's just, he's just not there. He just doesn't know how to do it. Now, if you give him instructions, they'll build them all day long. Yeah, I got you. Anyway, what else do you got? I'm Um, trying to look through the Google machine. I'm starting to run dry. Yeah. I've got one here that I would guess a lot of people have some nostalgia for. I never had one. I can't remember if any of my friends had one, you know, back in the eighties, it was all about the robots. Yep. And one of the educational robots was called Alfie. If you look at Alfie, he had these little, uh, uh, cards that you put in the front. Like there's buttons all down the side of both sides of them. And you put this card in and it, would do different games based on those cards. And I'm not sure of all the settings and everything that you had, but they did Alfie. And I think they did Alfie two in the eighties. 
And I remember seeing those in the catalogs. And uh, like I said, I, it was a pretty big toy uh, across the board for boys and girls alike. More of an educational toy. Do you remember Alfie? I think I had. I'm trying to remember if I had one of these or if a cousin had one of these. It had they had the the the, the first version, the mm-hmm. with the two sliders on either side with the red dots or whatever they are in the middle. Um, I think we someone had. I don't, I don't know if we had one of those or not, but I remember playing with one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was and it was electronic, so there's you know the charm of having the voice you know tell you what to do and all that stuff. Right. But yeah, yeah, I don't rem- I never uh, had one, so I never got that uh, nostalgia for that toy. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I see Viewmaster come up a lot. I don't know if I'd call that an educational toy here. No, I would. Uh, I was not considering it. Yeah. I'm trying to see what else Google might throw at us. There is one called Merlin that was some kind of numbers game. But that's more of like an electronic toy. I don't think that was educational. I know the what it is, but as far as the sight of it, but I don't think I ever had one. Another thing that's coming up, which I don't think I'd call educational either, but are all of those little bubble toys the uh, where you pushed in the little lever and those rings would shoot up and inside there was water. The water, oh. uh, they were always at like the doctor's office and things. Yeah. Our old, uh, what what was the meme? I think it's uh, our old Game Boys or something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I remember those. I had a couple of those, but I like you. I don't know that I would rule that into the mm-hmm. into the I see your I see your uh, uh, your Sesame Street pop up there. All right, I'm just gonna go down through this list. This is uh, 32 essential toys every 80s preschooler had. Whether these are educational or not, I don't know. This is over on BuzzFeed, but the glow worm, the Fisher Price gas pump. Don't remember that. There's your CNSA, the Fisher Price record player, color forms. I don't know if I'd call color forms educational, but yeah, they were certainly. I had uh, several sets of those. The Fisher Price medical kit, the doctor kit. You know, uh, all those little things. Uh, let me see. Oh, the mini piano. I remember this. This was a little uh, like a, uh, it was like plastic or soft plastic or something. And the little mini piano, it was numbered here with the notes. And I guess it came with a songbook to kind of follow along the numbers to play a song. I can't remember if I had one or who had one, but. Yeah, it folded up like a, almost it was like a harmonica size or something, you know, real small. I do remember that? I guess that would be more educational. The Mickey Mouse talking phone. Don't remember oh, that. I don't remember that one. They, I don't. I still wouldn't call it educational either. But they used to have that pull string phone. You mm-hmm. see it on um, uh, what's it called? The Boss Baby. Oh, okay. But I had one of those. Fisher Price Radio Farm, the Poppin' Pals you mentioned, Smurf Camera, Viewmaster, the Fisher Price Cash Register, the Tree Tots Family Tree. These are more just kind of toddler toys than really educational, what I would call. Uh, 
I guess that's about it. Unless you can think of anything else. I'm not seeing much else here. I forgot that the speaking spell had several different. There's a speaking spell, speaking math, and speaking read. That was gray and one was yellow. So there was different ones, but Mm -hmm. I never had my hands on those. It was always the spelling. (laughs) So, okay. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Uh, Going back to uh, the 80s, our early childhood years. And yeah, I just saw, I think it was just a speaking spell or something that triggered. Let's see if we can talk about some educational toys that we had as kids. So that worked out pretty well. Yeah, this is great. So if anybody else has some suggestions out there, some things that maybe uh, you remember when you're in your kind of school years, you know, and were more educational things that were disguised as toys, would love to hear about it. Yeah, this is great. Like Jason said, and I want to thank you all once again for joining us here on Mystery Memory Jogger. As always, we welcome your comments and suggestions. Please feel free to visit us at WeDiscoverThe80s.com or any of our social media accounts as RD80s. Again, thank you. And on behalf of Jason, I'm Wyatt, and we welcome you to join us next time on another episode of Memory Jogger.